Hello and finally welcome back to the IO Sportscast. We're back for season two. Yes, baby. Let's go. The 2022 Formula One Grand Prix. Grand Prix? Grand Prix season. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Um, the Bahrain Grand Prix this weekend. Uh, we're, we're particularly giggly, uh, mainly because of the end of that race. Mainly because then we had to go fight a wasp in my room to get the microphone and set Ells up. Yep. Um, and probably a lot of sugar involved as well. Yep. Um, so yeah, so let's let's cover what's happened since our last episode. Uh, the FIA have made some rule changes. Yep. Some of them we were expecting, yep. like the aerodynamics and the engine and yeah, yeah. stuff. Uh, some of them we weren't sort of expecting. Uh, so there's been a clarification with safety cars. Now all lapped cars, lapped cars must be yeah. uh, unlapped, uh, which is quite frankly how it should have been. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> saying that been they made good. an error for the last yeah. race of the season last year, but yeah, but it does stand. And here is the first episode of Max Verstappen as world champion, which, as as I'm not a Max Verstappen fan, I don't particularly like. Yeah. As an F one fan, like I'm genuinely, like I was properly upset at the end of last season. Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. I think most F one fans were. I think a lot of Max fans were were very happy. Um, yeah, but it's just it's just the way it, it finished on it. So. Yeah, as a fan of the sport, we were definitely let down at the end of last season. Oh, hundred percent. But fortunately, rule changes have been made. We have a new split race director role and hopefully the end of major controversy yep. in Formula 1. There's always going to be human error. Yeah. That's part of sport. Yeah. I get that. You get that in every sport. But systematic error of yep. that many errors that were happening was not a good thing. Nope. Um, but really, the big rule changes for the season, the aerodynamics. Yeah. Um, Engine. Ground effect, yeah, that's back for back. the first time in nearly four years, yeah, which is causing a few teams some issues, but overall seems to have been something that the teams have got their heads around pretty quick. So more than others, but yeah, um, the fuel is now ten percent, but like bioethanol stuff. instead of five percent. It was five yeah. percent last year, and I think in the coming years we'll just see that increase and increase. Yeah. Uh, as as the sport becomes more sustainable, more carbon neutral or whatever it is, yeah. Which uh, I mean, it's a great thing for the environment, but uh, obviously that means the teams are constantly having to eke out more power from less, yeah, um, energy dense fuel. And I'm sure the fuel guys would be figuring. Yeah, they they know. They know more. They're, they're smarter do. than me. Yeah, they're smarter <laughs> than us. So me fuel got in car car go room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically <laughs> that's all I understand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. We've got a few things that we're going to do before we get into the Bahrain Grand Prix itself. Uh, we're going to do some long outdated livery predictions now that we've actually seen cars on track and what they're actually running with, yeah. what they've launched with. We're going to do some predictions, uh, some standard sort of season predictions, plus some fantasy predictions that I've set up that yeah. I'll keep running, um, and then we'll get into Bahrain. So, liveries. I don't know how we're going to do this. I think we'll just go through the team because I'm not fast yeah, enough to be able to come up with a for like a ranking system. Yeah, do the team. We'll just do the team order from last so, year's constructors. Um. So, Mercedes. Do we like the Mercedes? It's gone back to uh to their silver this year. 
They've gone back to the silver, which I don't dislike the silver. Nah. Um, they, they've mixed it, I think, quite nicely with, with the, the darker colours. Yeah, yeah. I'm not keen on the yellow of Lewis. Like on the uh, the tyre eyebrows, wheel brows, whatever they're called. Yeah, um, wheel kind of things. That's what they are. Yeah, and while these numbers do pop, um, I would like some like either some purple or some black to really outline it because I can't tell yeah. in the race that that was forty four. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it, overall, it looks if it'd right. be if it'd be black with the yellow accent with the yellow numbers, yeah, it'd yeah. look proper nice. Yeah, it would. Yeah, um, and quite a different car to the other guys no side pods the slight pods yeah. slight yeah the slight pods yeah big change it like going around that race it sort of reminded me of like a squashed dalek like it looked a bit tankish with because of because of the floor so wide yeah and no side pods it's sort of like almost balloons out yeah and i was like this looks a little bit like a tank with the slight angled sides yeah because there's no side pod there um, kind of looked like it was the the car was constantly breathing in, trying yeah, to yeah, lose a few bars <laughs> so it could go faster. Yeah. Um, so it's all right for a Mercedes. It's all right. Yeah. But it's just all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm thinking like a six. Yeah, six, six and a half maybe. Yeah. And say so if they had it in black like they did last year, I'd put it up to like an eight because I think yeah. it'd look nice in black. They've kept the black race suits, so I like that. Yeah, 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 yeah I do. Which is quite nice. Yeah. Um, Red Bull. <sighs> now. Red Bull, Red Bull, isn't it? They're just the same livery for the past 18 years or whatever. Except this year, they've gone and put a platypus nose on the front, apparently. Yeah. And <laughs> they've just gone, look at our front wing. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a thing with Red Bull is, their colour scheme works so well. It looks so nice, regardless of what car you put it on. Yeah. Literally, any of the Formula cars, yeah. any of the rallies, anything that's got red, red branding, bus. yeah, it looks nice. I know, but like last year when they were on that one-off livery, for what was meant to be Japan. The white one. The white yeah. one. That was nice. That was very nice. Or like, the, any of the testing liveries they've had in the past few years. Yeah. I would like to see them do something different. Yeah. Why would like so from from Red Point Red Bull point of view? Why would you? It works so well. And it's the color. It's the red. If you get a can of Red Bull, that's the colors in it on the blue. And red yeah, I mean it's not really silver. It's fairly silver heavy though. It's kind of yeah, I know, but I mean like the actual. I say that like a drink, but I've not had Red Bull. Either. Yeah, I've not had Red Bull for for years. I think I've had one Red Bull in my life. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I can't stand it. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, no, I would like to see them do something different, but it is solid. The nose is a little bit weird. Yeah. Bit too much yellow. Yeah. Very platypus duck esque. Yeah. The beak. The bill. Or whatever, mm-hmm. you, want, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Uh, I'm going to say a seven. Yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll go the same. I'll go seven as well. Yeah. Now, Ferrari. Oh. Nice, isn't it? Nice colour red as well. Is like, I. Was darker than normal. Yeah, I was immediately saying to everyone at the start of the season, as I have done for the last few years, please go dark. Yeah. And then was it twenty twenty when they did the thought? Was it twenty twenty when they did the like the back end was that like, was last year? Was that last year? Yeah. 
they did like a like a very cherried back end, uh, which was very nice, and I wanted the entire car in that. I I kind of wished it got a little bit darker still for me, just yeah. close to more like a like a cabernet red. Oh, very posh. Yeah. <laughs> I only know that from GTA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I wished it got a slightly more darker, but there's definitely and the black there. as well on the rear wing looks yeah looks nice. Uh, interesting scallop design with the side pods and the engine covers. Yeah. Lots of memes. Especially about the race suits because it looks like they work at McDonald's. Have you seen a lot of McDonald's yes. memes with the race suits? Yeah. Uh, Although I never, I didn't understand that. Nah, because I, over here, McDonald's is grey and yellow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so black and red, I don't understand. Unless that's in America. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Uh, it's definitely right up there for me. Yeah. I think the only thing stopping it from getting a 10 is the numbers are black. And it's very difficult. If to they see. were white. If they were white or white outlined, yeah, that'd be fine. And I just think the mix of that and the font just makes it, because it's such a blocky font, it looks yeah. very difficult to read. Yeah, like even stood still. And it looks like they've they've, they've stretched this they stretched too much as well because they don't fit on the no, on the front properly. They over mm. they go over on over a little bit. Yeah, which I don't massively mind. I know, but it's. It makes I it just make I'd it prefer hard. if it was just if it was. If you could yeah. get it all on instead yeah, of yeah. having to overhang it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say nine and a half. Oof. I'm going to go nine. Nine. Oof. McLaren. Oof. I think this might be the first one we properly disagree on. Yeah. Because I love it. I'd, I like it, but I when they launched like it, it, I'd preferred the Shadow livery for instead, yeah. of the, instead of the one they've got. Yeah, McLaren launched four cars. Yeah. And... Arguably, the F1 car was the worst of the four. Because yeah. <laughs> their extreme E car, with that sort of pastel colour, yeah, for that sort of car worked incredible. That was my favourite. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent, yeah. But they had the shadow and the Indy car. Yeah, were just Spot. tweaked to be correct. Yeah. Um, since launch, we have had the Google sponsorship come in, the black band at the top, and the chrome. Uh, wheel covers yeah which the black band and the engine cover kind of works quite like it yeah the chrome wheel covers chrome though wheel covers. no no I preferred uh, the ones from launch where it had the little blue, the blue with the little McLaren yeah the blue logo yeah yeah that was very nice they were quality but yeah I don't like the don't like the coloured wheel covers the, the only big issue I have for the McLaren because I do like the pastel colours and it does it's like almost like Danny Rick Mm. has sort of picked the colour scheme yeah like particular, the particular shades the only issue I have with that is in a really bright race like sun bright yeah it's going to get washed out yeah so like Barcelona Hungary yeah that it's going to get massively washed out you're not going to see it as much no under the night lights today it looks sick yeah Singapore if we go back there yeah it should be, it'll look nice but but yeah, I agree I'm with you. Giving it an eight and a half. I'm just give, behind the Ferrari. I would give it a seven. Wow. Seven and a half. If they if if they don't if they didn't have the chrome wheel covers, it bumped it up to an eight. But I don't like the chrome wheel covers. Yeah. And if they do use the tweet put some of the shadow of the esports livery into it as well. Yeah. Then then I go up. But yeah. Now then. Alpine. Number one, the blue one. 
the normal the Which, blue the people. normal one that we're going to see most of the races all but two races yeah okay. the blue one worst of the lot for me out of all the liveries out of all the liveries wow and I'm only saying that because of the massive asterisks with one of the other teams coming up I don't like that blue Alpine livery I just can't I just there's something about it it looks two thirds done I don't know yeah I don't know what they've done because they had a really nice livery last year yeah they did yeah um, but something has happened I don't know if BWT got involved at the last minute I don't know how late into the scheme that that whole sponsorship got sorted out and they just came and said we need to make some changes but half the sponsors stick out like a sore thumb mm. it's like that little bit of pink that they got on there was just gone you know what throw some here yeah and just get it out it doesn't matter to so me that's the worst to me I prefer the pink one that they best used today the pink one solid yeah it looks like a racing point but I mean it does but I like the racing point as well yeah 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 it also worked. Yeah. Um, it stands out. You know who the sponsors are. You, you yeah, understand exactly. what it's doing. Yeah. Tell you um, what I don't like about the Alpine. The race suits. Yeah. The blue with the bright neon pink yeah. across the chest. It's not... It's just the wrong shades that I think they've just got that clash. If they'd have had like blue epaulets on the shoulders... Uh, pink epaulets on the shoulders. Yeah. Like where the logos were. They'd been alright. I thought you got big mm, massive pink stripe across. Yeah, I don't mind the pink stripe, but I think they needed either to go to either darker blue or a darker pink. Yeah. Just to offset it a bit more. It's not as clashy. Yeah. But hey ho, I'm not a livery nah. designer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're not we're not livery designers. So. Um so my two ratings for 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 Alpine, the blue one is getting a four. Yeah. I have to, I have to agree hundred percent. The pink one is getting a seven. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I like the perfect. I like they should just race a pink one all year. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're halfway through its usage. Yep. It's only used for two. Well, they say it's only going to get used for two races. But you never know. You never know. It could just get used the entire season. Alpha Tauri, Tauri. Alpha, Alpha Tauri. Now, a bit like Red Bull. Yeah. Colour scheme that you can't really go wrong with. You have a light mode or a dark mode. Mm. Um, it's alright. It's yeah. clean. It does what it needs to do. Yeah, it does. Um, if if there was one livery you were looking at for any car on the track that you were saying one of these teams is a fashion brand, you it's out. Yeah, yeah, you can tell. <laughs> you can tell. You can tell it's so clean and put together. You can just tell. The downside of that is there's no character. Yeah, there's no... It's, um, it is very clean. It does its thing. It's, it's grey nice. and white in it. It could do a few extra colours in there. It's like, yeah, it's like a weird off bluey... Grey, yeah. bluey colour. I like it. I do like it. But it's not my favourite. No. Um, it's a seven and a half. I'll probably go seven. It had a little bit more colour in it. Not much, but just a little here, here just and needs, there. It does just need something. Here and there. Just a little hint of yellow or something. Yeah. But that's then you're in the Red Bull territory, which I understand. Or like uh, colours of the Italian flag, like 
Well, it's got the, the I, wing mounts. I know, but that's only a little tiny bit if it was like... Yeah. A bit more. Yeah. Then it'd be, all, it'd be I'd give it a... I'd move it up a grade. Um, Aston Martin. Now then. When this got launched, this for me was fighting for the Ferrari as the favourite yeah. livery. Now I've seen it on track... I'm less excited. Yeah. Now I've seen it, because we've seen it in like a testing style and on a racetrack in the night. And it just doesn't pop. No. It's I'm glad they've got rid of the pink though. I didn't mind Because pink. all the rubber Aston Martin, all the other Aston Martin teams in different, you know, the other mm. races are that colour green. Yeah. Both green. I do like the... Um, there's the lighter stripe. Yeah. The neon but green aspects. Of it. Yeah, but it. Last year, all the renders that the fans were putting together that were like, if B, the BWT stripe wasn't there, here's what the Aston should look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That green stripe was phenomenal. It popped. It was. Yeah, it did. Yeah. It was like a properly lime green. Yeah. This doesn't. No. I don't know whether that's just. With the paint jobs worked or something, yeah. or because uh, the actual color of it isn't bad. No, but it just doesn't. I I need to see it in like in a daytime race. Obviously, I know it's nighttime and obviously it's different. Not if it was a different yeah. day and night. I want to see it in like a proper nighttime, a yeah. uh, proper daytime race. See what it looks like. Um, then I might change my opinion on it. They've gone darker with the racing green though, which yeah. is quite nice. I feel like that's more of a proper British racing green. It's nice. It's yeah. very nice. Um, so when this launched I was like this is a 9 now I've seen it I'm like this is an 8 yeah it's I'm good a, I'm a, yeah I'm gonna go 7.5 fair Williams now then I'm conflicted last year arguably the worst livery a yeah. lot of people hated that livery. yeah I liked it I thought it was alright blue white yellow I mean, play, play to a lead heart. Yeah. <laughs> and a little bit of black. I quite liked it. Um, this year, it kind of depends where you look at it from. <laughs> if you look at it front on, it's horrendous. <laughs> it's really awful. If you look at it from the side or the back, though, it's really nice. Yeah, it's got different shades of blue, though, hasn't it? It's it like does. I, I, I like at the back that sort of like the cross squared W. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is nice, and the red outlines on it as well. That Just got. to give it a little, little twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is quite nice. Um, I think they're good shades of blue. They're they're not particularly clashy. No. Um, and the little bit of red that's in there yeah. is against the darker colours. I would like them to go back to the. The old, old like the FW fourteen B from that Blue and yellow style. Yeah, yeah. If they got that, if because if they did that right, yeah. It look mm. it look amazing, but yeah, it's just another blue car in it on the grid. Yeah, um, for me, it's good, but like you say, it's just another blue car, and most of the time we're seeing it head on. Yeah. Very rarely we're seeing it from the side or behind. Yeah, exactly. Or the on bolts. So, yeah, I'm gonna say seven and a half, seven. I will go. I will go six and a half. Alfa Romeo. 
I actually kind of like this livery. It's not bad. The half red, half white. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's better than the last year's livery. Yeah. It's definitely me a step up. Uh, I'm. St- it's still a little bit weird for me to see. I've not quite settled on whether I like it or not. Yet. Yeah. I'm not keen on the. I don't know. I don't want to think about the wheel covers. The half and half wheel covers. Half I red, half. Yeah, that that I don't particularly like. Um, I think they should if they'd have just gone, like, full red or full white. It'd look better. The yeah. wheel covers. Oh no, definitely. But the fact they've gone half and half, it it's just a bit weird. When you when you just see them going down the track. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's it's a lot better than last year's than the last year's livery. It pops a it pops a bit. So. Yeah. The um. The red r- rear wing and like the red nose. Yeah. Looks nice, and it works with the little bits of black that are in there. Mhm. Um. The air intake on the side pod looks a little bit. Weird for me though. Yeah. It kind of looks like. Nerdy plane thing here. There's a plane called the DC nine. It's got three engines, one on each wing, and one in the middle on the back. Right. And it kind of looks like they've taken it <laughs> some inspiration and gone. Let's really highlight the fact that we've got a hole on each side and a hole at the top. <laughs> and yeah. And make those white. Yeah. I, I don't know. The intake just looks. Yeah. Weird for me. It's not the worst car on the grid. It's not. Would I'm looking at the wheel covers now actually. And stationary sort of, they look good they've got segments and so in it and I think if they just alternated the colours I'd look sick so if they white, white the front red at the back no if you'd have gone like white red white red white red oh around. yeah 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 instead of half and half yeah, yeah. I think that'd have worked great that would have worked well good um, but yeah uh, I, I think the only thing I would want from the Aston from the from the Alpha is a little bit of green I want to see a bit more green green yeah. Oh, it's Italian, yeah. isn't it? Well, yeah. the Italians—they have a bit of green in their logo. Yeah. Just something like on the no, on the on the wing or something, the front wing. Like the, end plate, like the end plates or something. The end plates are just like a, the the very front flat of the four layers. Yeah. The, like the very front leading edge, just to be striped green or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just to give it an extra color. Yeah. It's not bad. But apart from that, it's decent. I give it a seven, seven and a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm on a seven. If the wheel covers were alternate, like you say, or like just one solid colour, it'd that be an eight. Pumps it up a yeah, bit, but, but the fact they're not is seven, seven, six and a half, seven, somewhere on there for me. And then there's Haas. Now then. <laughs> oh, Haas. Um, they've had quite the off season. Yeah, they have. Um, so they launched. With arguably the weirdest looking car. I say launch, they dropped the photos, there was no launch. They, yeah, no, they didn't. They just launch. acid dropped. It was delivery on the show with, car, wasn't it? With basically. The widest, like literal side thwarts. My word, they yeah. were strange. Like super guppy fish. The actual style. intakes were tiny. Yeah. The side pods were massive. Yeah. They were like, yeah, if you've seen it, it was the super guppy plane. It looked like that. Yeah. It was ridiculous. They've refined. Yeah. They actually have quite a good car. Yeah. Um, and most importantly, I mean, because of quite a negative reason, 
but positive for the sport and positive for the team they've got rid of the Euro Carly sponsors yeah which means no Russian flag on the car yeah which I didn't like anyway can't stand it and the new the new livery they're just white and red white and red a bit of black on the wings so nice it's just clean do you know what gives me vibes of yeah McLaren in the 90s yeah that colour scheme yeah yeah the 90s McLaren yeah the old Honda one yeah, yeah, yeah. Senna and Prost. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's got that sort of vibe, yeah. I, I just like it. It works. Yeah. I mean... Can't go wrong. No. White and red. English, <laughs> English flag colour, then. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's what has have been. White, red and black have been their sort of... They did a bit Curry of green there, but... Until Yura Kali came in. But it's been that sort of system. Yeah. And it works. It does work. Really it does work, well. yeah. Apart from so, that one season when they looked like they wanted to be a Lotus. Yeah. Which I actually didn't mind. I mean, it was awful rich energy logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my days, the branding was all over the place. But, yeah. I think this new clean livery. Yeah. Like it's eight and a half. Oh, 100%. 100% I have to agree with you. It's, it's not as good as the Ferrari. No. But it's it's up there. It's one of the best ones on the grid. It's just nice to look at. Yeah. And I tell you, I tell you this. We came into this thinking, not like I, I say we. I definitely came into this looking at last year that car that the F one producers put together. The show car. The show car, yeah. And said, they're not going to look that good. There's no way. And people did like the twenty twenty one liveries on the car. And yeah. They, look, they all looked great. Yeah. There's no way they're looking that good because the regulations they're not going to look like that to start off with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As we've seen, the cars are all over the place. Yeah. I've actually shot it's aside it's, from the Alpine blue one. Yeah, they all they're all these. This is probably the best looking grid we've ever had. Yeah, at least in yeah. my time of watching. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I have to agree with you. My word, we have some good looking cars. Yeah, it's that Ferrari especially. I don't <sighs> that that. I know I'm a big Lewis fan and that, but that, that Ferrari is, is uh, how they say, El Magnifique. Even though they're not French, I'm not <laughs> Italian. But I don't know what the Italian is, so I'm just going to use the French. You could have said better. <laughs> yeah, well. Uh, that's right, that's right. Piss off the Italians. <laughs> <laughs> start, start season two the right way. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, right. Prediction time. We're going to go for who you think is going to win the driver's title. Yep. Who you think is going to win the constructor's title. Yep. And then a surprise driver and team and then some underachievers. Right, yeah. okay. So, who's winning the driver's title? Ah, for me, it's between two. Okay. It's between Charles yep. and Lewis. Okay, interesting. Why Why those two? Because I don't like Max Verstappen. Um... And obviously Lulu was Lulu was robbed. I think I know Mercedes haven't got off to the best of starts. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're a bit behind. But I think the next few races they'll pull it out of the bag and they'll start being normal Mercedes again. Um and I think that Ferrari's shit up and unbelievable. Um so I think I think Charles has got more of a chance than Carlos. Mm-hmm. Um so I think it'll be between Lewis and Charles. I'm going to push you for a one answer, mate. I'm going to have to go with my boy Lulu. 
Just. Wow. Interesting. Um, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't be upset if, if Charles won a bit. I'd. I'd be happy. Okay. I won't be upset. I'd be. I'd be like, yo, well done. Because I feel I. I really do like Charles. Yeah. Um. I. How do I? How do I word this? I think that's my limit. <clears throat> I'm. I'm hushing that. Because I'm trying to think strategically here. So I'm going to combine my drivers and constructors together so you understand what I'm thinking. Right, okay. For me, there is, it's Ferrari versus Red Bull. Mercedes will join that battle, I'm sure of it. But I think, as a, as a general car structure, even if Mercedes get the pace back, that car looks bad. It doesn't drive well. Yeah. And the last time they had that, Ferrari were all over them. And yeah. Ferrari cocked it up. Mercedes didn't win those seasons. Ferrari lost those seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think because of that, the mindset later on in the season for Ferrari will move towards the constructors because that's where their money is. Yeah. And I think they'll effectively throw the drivers' championship in the bin if it gets to the constructors. Yeah. Sort of the opposite to Red Bull. Red Bull were very much pushing Max last season for the drivers. And I think. Ferrari will do the opposite. Um, I think as much as Perez played a crucial role last season in Max's title, overall, I think Ferrari have the better partnership in drivers. I think they've got the more consistent pair um, in terms of performance and being up there. So I'm going to say Max for the drivers, Ferrari for the constructors. And if you'd have said that, the end of last season <laughs> there's no way I put either of those <laughs> as winning um, for me for me constructors I think it might be Ferrari for the constructors for any reason other than they just look good and yeah just because they, they look good and they've got a good part, a good driver part and I think they work better than Max and Jekyll mm-hmm. um Right, a surprise driver uh, and team, if and you want, team. or one or the other, whichever you want. I'm going to go for the surprise team first. Okay. I know, I know I'm only basing this off one race. Yeah. But Haas. I agree. I think they'll, they'll be midfield, solid midfield. Yeah. They'll be cons- consistently in the points or there or thereabouts. Yes. Um. So, yeah, that's, for me, that's... I- Best surprising team. I completely agree. That's who my pick is. I think the other slight surprise, I mean, depends on you want to class surprise. Uh, I, th- I think Alpha are going to drop back. I think today they pushed a little far. Yeah. I don't see them being up there. Um, I think Williams hopefully will be fighting to get out of that bottom group and push forward. But I think we, we all knew, you know, with Haas writing off last year, that they were putting a lot of work into this year's car. And it's, it's just looked good. It's not like they've got lucky with the results and happened to have yeah. finished fifth today. Like, they're actually, they've been up there fairly solid. So, they're going to be my surprise team. 
whether it technically is a surprise, I guess, I don't know, but um, actually this leads me on to my underperformers, but do you have a surprise driver specifically? Surprise driver? No, probably, I don't know, probably a Schumacher might do. I, okay, I think uh, a surprise driver for me will be uh, I want to say Alex Albon but is it a surprise we know what he can do we know he's a decent driver I think he'll get more out of the car than Latifi will yeah but I don't see him doing anything spectacular because it's still a Williams they're still rebuilding at the end of the day yeah if he gets some decent points though I think that would be good could he get a top five finish with a bit of luck, maybe? Maybe. Who? Albon. Yeah, Williams. Maybe. I don't think he will. I mean, a bit of luck. He's got to have a, a lot of luck. Yeah, I think it's it's not unheard of, especially this year with the amount of reg changes. Yeah. We have no idea. Literally, even the last race of the season, we won't really have an idea because we've not driven around Abu Dhabi with these cars yeah exactly we've not driven around most tracks with these cars exactly so even though we might have an overall picture idea race to race this season anything could still happen um, I think Albon is going to pull one or two big performances out he's definitely going to get the most out of that car oh yeah um, right underperformers I'll, I'll follow on because I'd start go on then the other surprise is we could think about a bad surprise and my bad surprise is McLaren because Ooh. I don't know here's the thing I don't know whether all this issue is just from their brakes yes it's a big issue uh, but there's something else going on there for me because straight so first first bit of proper testing Lando went P1 and everyone were hyping McLaren up. That's when they didn't have the brake issues, though. Well, the matter done, but the matter did it. I mean, yes and no. None of the cars were properly pushing there. They didn't really know what the full extent of the cars were. You've got Lando shutting that down very quickly, um, and he can be a little bit too honest with the press. I think there might be something else going on there. Um, it is a little bit too early to say, but there was no point, particularly at the second test in Bahrain, there's, there was no point that I went, oh, McLaren look good. Yeah. Like, the livery is nice, but the car didn't. Nah. No point did the, they set off the, the lights for me. I'm worried that they might be I. Might go back to the... I don't think they're going to be that bad. 14, 15. Because that car had every bit of issue the, the, engine, the engine was rubbish the chassis was rubbish the aero was crap uh, and the drivers were very frustrated yeah it doesn't fill me with confidence the fact that they had to 3D print the brake nuts I'd call that ingenuity yeah I know but I mean, that the, what brakes can get I mean, up to 1200 degrees and yeah yeah well obviously they'll not just use plastic they will come up with some fancy high tech yeah material. I know but the fact that they couldn't get any but the thing, well, that might be a good thing, though. That might be a good thing, that they know what the problem is, but they just can't manufacture the part fast enough. 
Yeah. That if they can print something that's going to at least get them to finish the race yeah, and right. have some data yeah, yeah, yeah. on what's what. Yeah. It was effectively an extra test day for them. Basically. I hope yeah. I hope they've got it they get it sorted by Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia don't know about. What's the next race after Saudi Arabia? No. Oh, I want to say Australia. Yeah, Australia. Australia I thought Australia was back end. No, Australia's third. Ooh. Yeah. I'd like to see the changes for Australia. Yeah, that's been waiting to see them for a, year, for a few years now. Well, uh, we'll discuss those in the Australian weekend, though. Um, I I think McLaren could be underperformers. I guess it depends what your class as underperformers because given the last three last eight years, Mercedes being the third team would be an underperforming. Um, yeah. I think the Aston worries me. The Aston team just doesn't look good. But they didn't look good last year. So I don't think you can call them underperformers. Um, it's McLaren for me that are at the worry right now. I'm going to go a different, different, different route. Yeah. Okay. Um, my under, who's your underperformer? Are you doing a driver? Or I have, have a driver. Who's your driver? I do need to do my team. Do your team. You do your team. For me, I'm... I'm I see where you're coming from with McLaren, uh, but I think that might just be a little blip, and then if they get it, whatever the issues are, saw it, they might they'll probably be up in the midfield, like high midfield. I think it's gonna be Aston Martin. Yeah, that's what I, was I know. I know they did. They didn't do well last year, but I don't think they're gonna do. As well you think they're gonna do worse? Than I think they're gonna do worse. You think yeah. they're gonna be like bottom two teams? Yeah, something? yeah. Because even with Vettel there. Yeah. I know they had a good a few good results like they had the podium at, at Baku but that's just because it was a crazy race but it's like they didn't really do well in this race you didn't really see much of them and they were at the bottom they were at the back so I don't know what didn't better also get DQ'd from Hungary yeah because of the fuel yeah. the fuel thing yeah but he was running P2 wasn't he yeah so I don't you think, think I don't think you've written them off yeah I've written them off I could be. I could get proven wrong, and they could do really well and finish like I don't know, sixth in mm. the constructors. But what I've seen so far, or what little we've seen so far, because they hardly got any TV coverage. I don't think. I think they'll be at the bottom. Near the bottom. Yeah, fair. So, underperforming driver. I have two choices. Again, can you class one as underperforming? Um, Nicholas Latifi. I think Albon will sweep the floor with him. Oh, 100%. I think this will be the moment where we see... What he's made of. Made of bread, what, Genuinely what Latifi's made of. Like, we knew George was good, but he was given, for the most part, the car that even if they both performed well, they weren't going to fight for anyone. Yeah. Last season, though, they had a car that was edging out of those bottom groups, and there was a big gap. And they were, not only that, but George outqualified Latifi every, basically every, every race. Not only that, but there was races where George finished higher. I get in Hungary, this, did the double points score in Hungary yeah. last year. But not only that, but just... On the whole. On the George, whole, George yeah. got a lot more out of that car. Yeah. I think, come from a break, I know it's a long way away, but I think come from a break, if Latifi's not up there with Albon or like in where we should be yeah where, yeah. I think they'll, they'll go, I think they'll get rid of him even though he's paid driver yeah 
interesting. That or they'll be like, or they won't renew his contract for next season. Yeah. They'll announce somebody either to replace him or they'll just get rid of him. Yeah. I think the fact we know what Albon can do now and, and what he did at Red Bull has sort of been validated by the fact that Perez can't do it. Yeah. Sort of puts into perspective actually Albon and Gasly were doing bits as Gasly has since proved Alf Tari yeah um, I think Albon will get a lot out of this car um, and if Nicholas Latifi doesn't up his game and try and match him then it shows that he's I don't want to say he's like a Valtteri Bottas he's always going to be number two but I don't think if he's going up against two decent drivers yeah and not getting close that's the issue yeah exactly um, so yeah yeah. I'm sure he's a lovely guy. He's Canadian, so he probably will be. Would I be bothered if he left Formula 1 this season? No, really. Not really done much, has he? No. My my other option for underperforming driver is Yuki. I am not sold yet. I, I'm really disappointed because Yuki is a fast driver. And we've seen glimpses of that last yeah. season. He has his moments where he's really good. And he had that in the junior categories. And I understand why Red Bull have brought him up. He said himself he's surprised he's kept his drive for this season. Which I kind of agree with. It's a bold statement to say with Robert Marco or whatever. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I kind of agree with it. I just hope that's a, enough of a kick up the backside to get him going. Yeah. But I, I, there's just an inkling in the back of my mind that says that's just not a good environment for him and he's not going to do well if he's got not only that but he said that so he'll have that looming over him all the time like if he makes one little mistake he'll be like shit that yeah. could be my drive that could be me done yeah particularly in that middle bit of the season my contracts are coming up around the more. summer break yeah yeah so right. for me underperforming driver I'll probably go agree with you go Latifi yeah just because obviously the reasons that you said like yeah this is his sec- what second season in Formula third season in Formula 1 third yeah and he's not really done much yeah I mean admittedly he's not really had the car to do anything with yeah I get yeah I know but neither has George but look, yeah. what, look what he's done compared compared to Latifi um, that or, or Stroll interesting do you think any of the big teams are going to have underperforming drivers no. By big teams, I mean... Red Bull, Ferrari, Mercedes. And maybe McLaren. I think McLaren might. You think Danny Rick's going to have a bad season? Yeah. Because I think Lando's the number one driver in that squad. In that yeah, no, he absolutely is. You don't sign a four-year contract. No. Man, probably Googling how to get out of a four-year contract right now, but... Who we got? <laughs> Norris. Norris. <laughs> Why have I signed my life away to a team that can't make bricks? <laughs> yeah. Nah, I think, yeah, out of the big four, I think it might be Danny Rick. I know he got a win last year at Imola, but that was obviously different circumstances. But last when last year, like, Lambo just outperformed him mm. in mainly every every department. How, do you, how do you think quality. George is going to do? You think it's going to match Lewis fairly well? I, I don't. Well, obviously Lewis is a seven-time world champion. Yeah, yeah. In in all but three seasons, but he's not going to get shown up. Do you think? In all but three seasons, he's only ever been beaten by his teammate. Yeah. Uh, 
I think George will put up a good fight. I don't think he'll be as bad as what Valtteri was. I think if the team need him to be like that second driver and that wingman, mm-hmm. if the fight for wins, I think George will do that. Oh yeah, I mean he should. Like with Perez and he's shown what, that before. Though, like what Perez did at Abu Dhabi last year, slowing yeah, Hamilton yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. I think if George is in that position, and they ask, I think he'll make that car as wide as possible. Yeah, I mean, shout out. Last year there were two unbelievable defensive drives. For me, it was Perez doing absolute wonders in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. And Alonso at Hungary. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Two of the best. If you want to be a defensive driver, you watch. That's you, watch those you watch them two races. My word, and I mean and Yuki to be fair, Yuki's had more yeah, yeah. defensive drives. But it, people yeah, I think I think he'll he'll give it, if Mercedes let them race. Yeah. I think be reasonably matched. Reasonably like, matched. I think he'll do a lot better than. The Bottas. Like if he's stuck in traffic, I think he'll fight through it better. Yeah. Because like yeah. with Bottas in that Mercedes, he couldn't really fight through traffic, but mm-hmm. Lewis could. And plus, I think George is a faster driver. We've proven that when he raced at Sakia that year when Lewis had COVID. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he smashed Bottas all over the place. Um, but I think, yeah, I think George is... Not only that, but he'll learn a lot from Lewis as well. Mm. So. Right. Um... Fantasy GP, we're going to fly through this quickly because uh, I'm aware we're, we've been talking for a long time and we're not even on <laughs> the, race. the actual race weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, what I want to do is so I've signed up for one of these fantasy websites where you get given X amount of money and you've got to pick a few drivers and pick some teams. So it's like fantasy football? Yeah, basically. Um, so, I've picked three drivers. And three teams. Okay. And I don't remember exactly how the score works. Hold on. How the points break down. But you get sort of points for where the like how many places the drivers make up, where they finish, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. So. Oh, I'll walk you through mine. So my three drivers, given that I have to pick a budget, because you're not doing this on the site... I can't tell you how much each driver's worth, so we're right. just gonna pick. I was just gonna make. We're just gonna make something up. Uh, I've gone for Verstappen as like my big dog. Yeah. Because it was Verstappen or Lewis, and I. This was done just as testing was wrapping up, so I was like, "Well, obviously it don't look good." <laughs> Stick with Verstappen. Probably gonna score me some decent points, and if if Mercedes come around, I can change. There is a substitution. Ah, uh, yeah. So it's just basically <laughs> just like fantasy football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by hopefully by that point, the driver market values have worked out. Um, my second driver was Sainz. Uh, partly because he was slightly cheaper than Leclerc, and because he's just a solid driver. Um, where where Charles can have his moments and make mistakes trying to push too hard science is fairly solid like he doesn't drop out that often yeah um, my other other choice because I was running out of points I had to pick someone lower down the rankings and the cheapest driver on the grid was Kevin Magnussen so I picked Kevin Magnussen decent that to be fair and him and Sainz both scored me 21 points in <laughs> 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 so for two million dollars of my seventy-five million dollar uh, amount, I'll take that. Um, the teams I picked: Ferrari. Yeah. I mean, solid choice. I think, even if they're not 
outright the fastest they're going to be up there um, I went for Alpha Tauri Gasly can do some, do some decent performances showed that last year uh, and uh, I feel a little bit <laughs> a little bit unsure about them now uh, after the race but hopefully it's not a major engine issue that they've got they were fairly reliable most of last year so we'll see uh, and Haas Mainly because I'm out of money and I didn't know who to pick out of Williams and Alfa and <coughs> Alfa Romeo. But Haas outscored Alfa Tauri for me, so mm. my Haas points pretty good. Um, so oh, my team name is Braun Cocktail. That's a that's a quality team name. Um, so who are your three drivers? I'm gonna go. Uh, my boy Lulu. Obviously, yeah. Obviously, uh, K Mag. Yeah. And hmm, try to think who else. Um, maybe I don't know. I'm like, do I have a budget or not? Nah. I'll I'll be going Lulu, Leclerc, Kmag. Fair. Uh, teams Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe yeah, Alfa Romeo. And Haas. Interesting. I don't have a team name. So. Um, intrigued to see what Alfa Romeo will do. Did Did it ask you for predictions? It did ask me for predictions. What were your predictions? So I was asked for the podium. Uh, pole position, fastest lap, how many safety cars, and where will Nico finish? It was initially where was Seb finish, but but they've subbed because Seb has COVID. Fortunately, my result wouldn't have mattered because the Astons were crap and I picked the right one. <laughs> so, so what was your what was your prediction? So my prediction for the podium podium was Verstappen P one, Leclerc P two, Lewis P three. Well, you got you so, got one of them right. So I've got Lewis right. I got Leclerc nearly right. So I got a couple of points, but Verstappen wrong um, pole position I put Max you got that you got that wrong I got that wrong um, the thing is though I didn't even consider Ferrari in that I thought that they were just going to put Perez out there Max following secure the pole position yeah but I was wrong uh, fastest lap I went for Checo which was almost true. Yeah, yeah. He did have up, it for a while. Up to the up to the last bit. Yeah. Which we'll get on about later in a bit. Um, basically, because I thought he was just going to be behind the two Ferraris, fourth place, in a league of his like little place of his own. Yeah. And they'd just make it happen. Um, safety car. I said one safety car, which is correct. Yep. So I'm very happy about that. Um, and I did before the race. I I also would have picked a number of four. Uh, people not finishing for retirements there was only three though but when the safety car came out I did say that we'd go from one to four very quickly yeah it almost happened Um, and the bonus question of where will Nico finish I put ninth or worst there were three options I think it was like first to fourth fifth to eighth and ninth and under so I put ninth or less which was correct because he was like 18th or 17th or something like that yeah yeah so Bahrain. We've been talking for like nearly an hour now, but we're finally on to Bahrain. 
Um, I quite like it as a season opener. I prefer it to uh, Australia. I'm not going that far. <laughs> I do like. I really like Australia as a track, though. Yeah, so it's just I've got a soft spot for Australia. Um, qualifying was all right. There were a few surprises, like Albon to Q two was pretty good. Schumacher to Q two, uh, Danny Rick going out in Q one. The McLaren's not making it to Q three. Yeah, like there were a lot of things that that were like in on their own little surprises, and obviously Bottas and Kim had Q three. Bottas aren't qualifying, George. We'll go up to those. <laughs> there were a lot of things that were surprises, but overall it was just a bit. Yeah, it's all right. Mm. There was no like major shocks. Yeah. Like, based on free practice, at least, Bottas looked good, and him getting into the top ten was not massively a shock, given that he's on like a hundred and two <laughs> race streak of doing that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Admittedly, the other hundred and one of Mercedes. Yeah, drives, but but you know, uh, yeah, George P nine, mainly because he cocked up turn one in his fast lap I think the team told him to go for a harder out lap but he, he ruined his Both tires yeah he had, his tyres weren't right outside of that he would have been on for about 5th or 6th mm. so you know it's not too bad um, yeah Magnussen just drove that house really well fair play I don't know what else to say about <laughs> qualifying I don't really do it. I don't watch qualifying, no. but I saw the highlights and yeah, yeah. I mean, congratulations, uh, Charles on the pole. Yeah, that was um, his tenth pole position in Bahrain, like his first. His first was at Bahrain as well, so, twenty nineteen. Yeah, uh, nice to see him finish a race in Bahrain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> let alone win one. Yeah, but, yeah. Let's go on to the race. Uh, man. It was only two hours ago the race finished and it feels like an eternity since the start of the race. Yeah. There was a little bit of jostling at the start, but actually a lot more well-behaved. Like we, we were thinking... Crash into turn one. Something into turn one or turn four. Yeah. And there was a little bit from, I think it was Ocon. On Schumacher. I don't know if that was the first lap. That was in the start. It was the though. first few laps. Anyway. Yeah, it was towards the start. Yeah. There's a little bit in the midfield, but that's just them getting through. The, t- the, the cars can't go four wide round a corner. No, no, no. To then turn immediately back the other way for turn two. It just... Yeah. There needs to be someone giving way. And they can just behave for once. Yeah. Um. And I'm surprised that no one lost their front wing, because they're, they're big front wings. If, and if they fall off, they're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Not only that, but a lot also, of debris, a lot of uh, cars going. Yeah, with new tyres and the little wheel brows as well, it's really difficult for the drivers to see each other. Yeah, I was thinking this race of all with the one-two of Bahrain, you just could be blinded. But yeah, wait till next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my word! It's gonna be horrible. It? <laughs> it was horrible oh, last no. year. I thought it was gonna be like this year. Yeah, I mean they have made a few little changes, but yeah, but still, not, not the widest of tracks, is it? It's a. This is, I don't think we should be racing there for many reasons. <laughs> we'll go into that for next week, though. Um, yeah. Really, the race was 
it's sort of just a normal race, nothing special, until one little radio message from Sykes, which both of us perked up. We were, I think we were pretty close to falling asleep, both of us. For a yeah. Both of us perked up when they said triple stop available. Oh, yeah, we were like, oh, hey, oh. hang on. What's <laughs> this? Triple about? stop. Don't really see any three stops nowadays in Formula 1. We don't. And I was like, there is no way. Because I think that happened just as Lewis had picked up to the hards or yeah. around that time. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's no way. Like, you can tell Lewis is on the hards. He's going to go for like that one stop. He's going to the end. He ain't coming back in. We'll go on to that. <laughs> but we're, we're dead sure the Mercedes are going for a, a one stop. All to the end, yeah. There is no way Ferrari, P1, P3 are going to go triple stop. That's never happening. Nah. Carlos, what are you on about? Yeah. Mr. Sainz Jr., I apologise. Yeah. Because we saw a lot, a lot of stops. Yeah, we, more <laughs> more than more than I expected, to be fair. Yeah. I didn't expect the degradation to be that bad. Nah. Um, I, think, I think it's because of the new regs and the new tyres. Maybe I think they just get used to it. Yeah. And not only that, but Bahrain is a high, is a, an abrasive track anyway. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, but I didn't expect a three stop or yeah. a four stop. In, uh, maybe someone's done a four stop, I've not checked. But I, I actually thought, I genuinely thought Carlos was a little bit loco. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Mercedes didn't stay on the hards. And it, weirdly, they, they left a gap between them all as well. It felt like they were doing two experiments and not talking to each other. Yeah. Um, but whereas Ferrari were covering Red Bull. Ferrari covered Red Bull, that's all they needed to do. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Do whatever uh, he does, but they laugh after. Yeah. Although, second time round, I, I was unsure what they were going to do right at the end. I say, maybe the third time round. Um when Max pitted out of nowhere, yeah, third, must have been third time round, just before the safety was, just before the safety cars. Yeah. Max pitted out of nowhere and we went, you've just thrown it away. Yeah. You've thrown it away. What are you doing? And then Perez came in afterwards. Yeah. Uh, maybe this is the strategy that we need going forward. If we need strategy to Strategy, just to throw every other team off and just... Yeah, is factoring the fact that these... Tyres could be very abrasive. If these were the hardest three in the set as well. Yeah, what we're going to be like when you get to the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, maybe that is the case. It's one race, we're never going to know. Let's, yeah. let's see what we're like in Miami. Five, maybe. six races yeah. times. Like Miami with a new track, let's see what we're yeah. doing there. But it's still, it's a bit like... bewildering to me what what happened. We've got to talk about the safety car. Because I mean, before we do that, Max and Leclerc had a few good battle, had a good solid three, four laps battling each other. They did, yeah. Uh, this was so out of the first Max, pit Max stops. Max threw a t- uh, tantrum as well. Yeah, out of the first pit stops, they had, what was it, a three second gap Leclerc had ahead of Max, and then the undercut happened, and they were battling on it. Max, Max, Pitted first, then Leclerc, yeah. and then as Leclerc were coming out, Max was yeah, pretty yeah. much next to him. Yeah, so Max must have had a great outlap. Yeah. Or Leclerc had a bad enough, one of the two. Because it was a few seconds. Yeah. Down to nothing. And then we had the first decent race for the lead. Yeah. And 
That's it. They yeah. swapped positions on the DR- on the first DRS and then Leclerc got it back until in form the next DRS. Some some little Frenchman <laughs> called Pierre Gasly. Until his car decided to stop working. Yeah. And set fire to itself. Yeah. So he had to pull over. And then they threw a VSC at first and we were like, oh. Yeah. And so, then we saw a safety car. And so, we were like, yeah, okay. lap 44, Pierre Gasly on fire. One Red Bull. Red Bull. One, one Red, Red Honda, Bull engine. Honda powered car. So, well, no, it's Red Bull powertrains. It's Alpha Tower Red Bull powertrains. Okay. As I'm, I'm reading it. It's really, I was like, what the hell is RBP? RBPT. Red Bull powertrains is what they're calling it. But that's that's a shame, you know. It's Pierre Gasly, he was running fairly well. Yeah, uh, that's a shame. It's on fire. But safety car. We were like, oh, we went, we went. That's a shame. Use safety car rules. <laughs> Let's see if they're enforced. And Lewis, Lewis just pitted just before that came. Lewis on. pitted right before it. We immediately went George Pitt, George Pitt, and he pitted. He must have heard us because they brought him in. Yeah. Um, and then we had a little bit more driving around on the safety car. All lapped cars and lapped themselves. Yeah. And this as time. far as I'm aware... And we double-checked because there were six lapped cars and there were six numbers that came up on yeah. the top. As far as I'm aware, it all went correctly. Yeah. I say this with the biggest bit of caution because... Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Still with the bit, didn't it? The, re- the, results, the results, as of speaking, I don't think have officially been ratified because it takes... They always have a couple of hours to do things. Yeah. Um... Uh, and then yeah, we got back underway, and something happened to Max in in his pit stop. Yeah, he had an issue with his steering. Yeah, I don't know if it was his power steering or something. Yeah, he was having trouble with his steering, and it basically it was it was heavy going left and right, wasn't it? Yeah, which is, I guess, an issue. Uh, he was saying in the safety car it was easier because at full speed. It's hard. It was hard, yeah, which yeah. makes sense because there's more like force in more force involved, yeah. more um, air going over the car, whatnot. But it'd be nice for Max to just have one race. It'd be nice for GP for one race if Max just didn't whine. <laughs> because although last season Max drove a really mature drive for most races, mm. every flipping race, every time he had an he issue, just sounds like a kid. Throws his toys like that, bro. Yeah. And that is... Did that again, didn't it? <laughs> uh, I understand he's going to be frustrated. I understand he wants to be out the front dominating, doing what Lewis has done for eight years. Yeah. I get that. I really do. But come on, man. <coughs> These guys are pushing you as best they can. Yeah. They need time to figure out what's going wrong. Uh, and then, and then he said the battery... Got his steering, his steering sorted. Well... well who was managing his steering. A stable situation. Yeah. And then he reported issues with his battery and Red Bull yeah. were like, nah, it's perfectly fine, boss, big man. And he was like, no, it's not what you want about. Yeah. And it wasn't the battery. Because I see the reason why he's retired if, uh, on here. Ooh. Um, and it wasn't the battery. Ooh. Because he only went round another lap or two and then, it was and then the, the, the second to last straight, uh, he got overtaken by the science and we were like, we, we, I, I was going to say that was we definitely didn't cheer really 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 loudly we were in floods of tears and crying all we were definitely we, we, well I mean we were definitely happy that the British drivers got further like yeah yeah 
we are British. We want to cheer on the British fans, yeah, British yeah. drivers. Of course we do. It was it was when then like Magnussen and Bottas were going past him. <laughs> There's something a big issue. He because because initially it just looked like a normal overtake. Yeah, and then and, he just and, thought, and then they just put because of the cam because of the camera changes at, and like turn twelve thirteen. Is it twelve thirteen? The, the right hander yeah. into the back straight. The camera angles do look a bit weird, and you can miss a bit. Yeah. Mid Max ran wide, made a mistake. Yeah, and then we saw we saw George over it. Was like, oh, and then okay. and then everybody else he stopped. He effectively just stopped. <laughs> we were like, man, just yay. He just didn't move. He he got it back to the pits in the what, end. What what was the issue then? The issue is written down as fuel pump. Now then, that's not good. Engine need fuel to go there. <laughs> to no go vroom fuel, vroom. no, no vroom vroom. <laughs> yeah, and it's all part of the same powertrain engine system. And then, two laps later, last lap was it last lap? Second, second to last, to last lap. lap, penultimate lap, Perez. No, it was the final lap. Was so it down in? As to coming down into uh, turn one on the final lap. Yeah, yeah, but he's yeah he's retired doing fifty six laps of fifty seven. Yeah, but they were on the last lap. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Perez, the penultimate lap was complaining that he was losing power, and we thought, no way. Nah, can't no be. way. You can't have another third. Also, keep an eye on Yuki, but no way. Yeah. Uh, and then he did. Yeah, his engine blew. Lewis was Lewis. catching him on the street. I was like, it's gonna be an easy overtake. Got around the first corner, and then he just spun. Yeah, you like d- defensive move from Perez. That's what you need to do. Well done. Why is he going? Like, why is he way? facing ninety degrees? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, George has done well there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, to be fair, they both did well to, to avoid him because he, yeah. he, he rolled back, didn't he, as he, was, yeah. as he was... Lewis on the initial move out of the way and then George coming through as he, as Perez was rolling back. Yeah. Um, and then all the other drivers, I mean, knew he was there, so I assume... What has that got been put down to? His engine. Engine blow. Oh. Uh, less fiery than Gasly's, obviously. He's got engine knock, he said, didn't he? Somewhere? Yeah. So... Uh, welcome to F1 for Red Bull powertrains. Um, you've really taken on the Honda spirit of having three quarters of your car fail. Uh, Yuki, the only one that survived. Imagine the scenes, yeah, if Yuki had retired with like an engine issue. There would have been some serious, serious conversations. So right now, of all the Red Bull powertrain drivers that have ever been in Formula 1, the only one to have scored points and the only one to have finished a race is the second driver of the second team. Yuki Sinoda. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, All I'm saying is, I don't wish reliability problems on any team. No. I kind of hope they have a uh, <laughs> uh, McLaren 20, 2015, 16, well, 17. You really don't like red. <laughs> reliability issues. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, I'm going into this attitude Yes, I'm supporting the British drivers, right? I can't not do that. Yeah. Right. That will always be a case, regardless of who they're driving for. But I'm going into this with a much more open idea of, I just, my Formula One fan got hurt last year. Yeah. And I just want that to be happy again. Yeah. We're on the right track. The changes I've been the last few races of it. <laughs> yeah, but... The last few laps, sorry. Yeah, the last few laps. The the little fanboy in me got hurt last year. So I just want a good season. 
Yeah. Like, while it would be nice to see certain drivers do well, it would be nice to see certain teams do well, it's great that Ferrari are back at the top. But fingers crossed. It's nice that Haas back drivable. Yeah. Let alone competitive. Um, I just want 22, 23 races of, like, this is Formula 1. Yeah, ex- exciting. I want I want this season to basically say we don't need Drive to Survive to bring fans in. No. Just look at what we can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. And if that happens, no one's going to... Forever people will be talking about Abu Dhabi. Yeah. But no one's going to be bringing it up. No one will be talking about it like it is yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It'll be consigned to the history books and people will go, hmm, why is there a little asterisk next to Max's name for, this, for 2021? Yeah. Rather than, well, do you remember... What happened in Abu Dhabi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's nothing else going on. Um, it's nice to see Alex Albon back. It's nice to see Hulkenberg back. It's the Nico. Yeah. Even if it's only for one race. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to see Bottas actually happy. I think getting out of that Mercedes good for environment is definitely what he needed. It's great to see K-Mag back. And it's really nice to see Joao... Uh, Guan Yu Zhou Guan Yu yeah I was trying not to say Joe like Joseph <laughs> that crossed his head a few times <laughs> I was trying to put the Z in there to Is try and, yeah um, he is the latest debutant in Formula 1 the first, first Chinese, ever Chinese run yeah and he's from he lives in Sheffield as well <laughs> big repping for Yorkshire for, for the for the part of Yorkshire that we only just call Yorkshire yeah um, 66th driver on debut to score points he finished 10th so he got the one point which means there's an Alfa Romeo double score mm-hmm. good for them mad yeah the fourth in the constructors <laughs> wow um, the other yeah the other driver that I think did really well was Sonoda just started 16th finished P8th yeah there was a few drivers that dropped out but you know to make up eight places it obviously Bahrain works for him last year debut he scored well as well yeah not only that but I know it's nothing really he can fix but the fact that he didn't have a reliability issue the only Red Bull powertrain car that didn't have a reliability issue yeah I, I mean that's alright isn't it if he, if he had done there'd have been some serious talks at Red Bull there would have been. I feel like there's a little bit <laughs> of luck involved there. You, unless you're absolutely ragging the thing. Yeah, which I, Max normally is. I don't think you can actually say... Um, I don't think you can be like, oh, yeah, this this is definitely going to happen. Someone's going to lose their engine. Someone's going to survive an engine. Yeah. Um, I do just want to just mention something. In, in the start of this season... We were like, we were being told by the F1 guys, the cars look like they're four or five seconds slower. But that'll probably, once everyone understands the regs, by the end of the era, they'll be back on track. Yeah. Uh, the end of the shakedown in Barcelona, not the testing, the shakedown, as they called it. Shakedown. Um, well, it pretty much was. It was, can your cars drive around? Is there any major issues? Sort of yeah. Um, we were down within a couple of seconds of where we expected them to be and then in normal testing we were pretty pretty close 
the fastest lap this year in the race was a 34.5 mm. from Charles. The fastest lap last year was a 32 flat. So it's two and a half seconds Still. already in race pace. Yeah. Well, they did say That's that last bad. year, didn't they? That's not bad. No. Considering we were expecting four or five seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be two, within two seconds and from at least a little bit we've seen, have better following of the cars. Yeah, I was just about to say that. I know it's only one race, but... It did look it, because... It looked it, like they could follow a lot easier. Yeah, we had Max and Charles go for a bit, uh, Lewis and Perez for a bit. Yeah. And I want to see how well they follow at tracks that you can't really follow at. Yeah. Like Monaco. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know what other tracks can't... You're not really good for following. I I'm interested to see what happens next week in, uh, in Jeddah. Yeah. Because that is a very tight circuit, where you kind of have to follow. Yeah. If the arrow's bad, it's gonna get split up, very quickly. Yeah. So, maybe it will be tighter. Maybe it'll be a bit more Formula E esque in terms of the driving, the racing. Yeah. Who knows? Just hope we don't have loads of crashes like we did last year. Yeah, I just, I just think it's too fast a circuit for the how thin it is. It's too narrow for that speed. Yeah. It's too hairpinning and dangerously blind cornery for the speeds. Because it is effectively, it's like the, you know, in Baku, yeah. turn sixteen to the start finish line, you've got those S's. Oh yeah, the flat. You're, you're going basically fast. flat. It's like that the entire lap. Yeah. At least. Baku's got some that even the ninety degree corners you've got an open view yeah. when you're going in, whereas literally Saudi Arabia. Oh my days! The on the onboard of all the drivers last year, my word, you couldn't see a damn thing. Not only that, but like last year when they were driving and they like if they were going two or three wide, there was there was hardly any space. Yeah, and are these cars I think these cars are a bit wider aren't they? I mean, they look it. I don't they know. Look exactly it. I don't think they are, but if they are. Then yeah. There is one. Uh, there's one other thing in terms of changes for this season that we need to very quickly hold on to. Spa was a bit of a faff last season. Um, yeah. There is now a changed system for points on a shorter race. What is the rule? Uh, so right now, if a full full length race, twenty five points for a win, down to one point for tenth place. Yep. Um, so no points will be awarded unless a minimum of two laps have been completed under green flag conditions so if it's, two if proper it's exactly spy what not happen no points will be awarded so two racing laps green, fra- green flag laps yeah. yeah if more than two laps are completed but less than a quarter of the scheduled race distance the points will be awarded 6, 4, 3, 2, 1 for the top 5 that's fair uh, 25 to 50% will be 13, 10, 8, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 for the top 9. Uh, 50 to 75% will be 19, 14, 12, 10, 8, 6, 4, 3, 2, 1 for the top 10. Yeah. And if more than 75 is scheduled, it's then normal. 4 points. Right, yeah. That clears that it up. That gets rid of that stupid half a flipping point as well. Yeah. It's so nice when you just see a nice round number. Yeah, no decimal. Oh, flipping decimal, yeah. Um, so if there's no, if there's no two lap ra- green flag racing, abandoned race. 
I just know points will be awarded, I guess. I mean, maybe it's still possible that you could go out behind the safety car, try and judge the conditions, and is it, do the drivers think it's safe enough to go racing under? No, okay, well, let's pull them in then. Yeah. I think that could happen. Um, the sprint format is tweaked a little bit. Uh, points, is it more points? Points to the top eight rather than the top three. What are the points? Um, I don't know. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, I'll type 10, 8, 6, Maybe. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. I can't see What them. races have we got the sprints at? Um, they will be run at Emilia Romagna, Italy. Emilia, yeah. Uh, Austria and yep. Sao Paulo. Ooh. Um, so a change. And also, it will now be uh, the format. Uh, so it won't be called sprint qualifying. We will have qualifying as per usual. And the fastest time in qualifying will be credited as the official pole sitter. Yeah. The winner of sprint still fin- starts first on Sunday on the, the Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. But statistically, the fastest car in qualifying is pole one which I think clears a lot of things up because the sprint is really a race yeah but it, yeah so if Leclerc in, this, in Leclerc qualifies first he'll yeah. start first for the pole, uh, for the sprint yes and he'll then be, if he finishes second he'll yes. start second right? he'll start second but he'll still have the pole position statistically oh it'll go down as his stats because it's the qualifying pole. They're clearing it up. It was qualifying it. will count as qualifying. Yes, and sprint will be used. The, the sprint. The grid, the, the, be the grid order. Yeah, it's not sprint quality. Yeah, it no, it, it'll just be the grid order for the race, basically. Yeah, it's just a sprint race. Yeah. Um, which I think is good. And finally, the other thing with quality, the Q2 rule is gone. I'm a bit torn on this. Um, so the rule was until last year until th- this year sorry whatever tyre tyre you did your fastest lap on in Q2 if you had got through to Q3 you started your race on, on your that Q2, Q2 tyre tire. which meant that the, the sort of positions 11, 12, 13 had a bit of an advantage of a 6, 7, 8, 9 and 10 because they could have fresher tyres because they'd have fresh tyres and go for an alternate strategy yep. the top 10 were locked in then to your race strategy which I kind of liked. Yeah. Uh, now it's opened up. They've scrapped that so you can start on whatever tyre you want. Yeah. Um, Just waiting for someone to start on wets on a dry track. <laughs> that's never... Well, is that, say that's never going to happen and then I think of Hungary last year. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why you don't do it. Yeah. Lewis will attest to that. Yeah. Um, I think... I think the amount of potential opportunities for strategy uh, have now been reduced. Yeah. Because, yes, your top ten were locked in, but then that meant that the second half of the grid knew knew what was going on and could switch around. Yeah. I think for the sake of the advantage of... or disadvantage of three or four cars in the bottom of the top ten, this change doesn't make sense. It definitely makes things simpler. Yeah. Someone coming in now watching uh, a, like a full race, even if it was like a sprint weekend, yeah, 
you could easily explain to them why things are happening. Uh, whereas before there were a lot of, ah, oh, but this has happened. Yeah. This has happened, so this has happened. And because this has happened, that has happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's a lot cleaner, it's a lot more simple. But the little bit of, I don't know, I don't know if it's just me wanting to hold on to the past, but it does feel like uh, it doesn't. Need, it didn't need to happen. No. We'll find out. Come back at the end of the season. We'll revisit these at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that just about does it. Uh, we've flown through that. <laughs> we haven't flown through that. We've been talking like an hour and a half. Yeah. But considering how much we had to talk about yeah, in a long done. time yeah. since since we were here doing the podcast it's great to be back 100% it is great to be back Um, and we plan to do more this year yeah covering different sports as well we've got some 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 good ideas coming up Um, like to be a bit more engaged on social media yeah Um, let's just let's let's do some decent content this year let's let's push for it (laughs) yeah yeah Nice to be back in the Formula One world. Yep, nice, nice to have it back. Ways. 98 days without Formula One. It was a long time. Felt like 98 years. <laughs> it's been 94 years. years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's good to be back. Alright, how do we wrap these up? Thanks. Oh, we haven't done us predictions for next week. Check out our Instagram for predictions next yes, week. Yes. We'll post them on there. That's where our predictions will be from now on. Is on social media. Yeah, we'll post them out. Uh, this will be on Spotify. This podcast will probably be get put up on Spotify and yep. Apple Podcasts and yep. any other podcast streaming sites that are available nowadays. Yeah. Um. Make sure you like, subscribe. Yeah. Check out us. Check us out on Instagram, and uh, we'll see you next time. He's nailed it. Well done, mate. Well remembered. (laughs) I was going to look them up. Boom! (laughs) All right. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. See ya.